Welcome to Waking Up in America with Valerie Kirkgaard. All comments, views, and opinions expressed on this show are solely those of Valerie, her guests, and callers. Now here's your host, Valerie Kirkgaard. This is for you, this is for you and me, and who we see when we see each other. This is for all, this is for all the time you tried to find your sister or your brother. And you're not crazy anymore, you've been waiting at the door. You betcha it's five day open. Oh gosh, I love I love hearing that music. I've been listening to that music for years. It's Dr. Val here along with Randy Shannon. You'll hear her real soon. We've got a full house today. Paul the Washington Informer. I don't know if he's gonna be talking. He's sounding a little tired. He's been on secret assignment. I love that kind of stuff. He won't give you a molecule about anything. Not even a molecule. I asked him if he was going east or west, he wouldn't say a word. <laughs> <laughs> What can I say? When you run a tight ship, the guy knows how to run a tight ship. We're also here with uh, a, a very uh, dear friend, Howard Weimer. Oh, God. Howard, what? 30 years ago? 25 years ago? I oh, my know. gosh. I, I, the, I know. I've been on your show so many times, and, and I was trying to remember at least... You know, since uh, after, was it before or after 2000? I can't remember now. <laughs> anyway, it just keeps on going because what happens is you get somebody to the show and you, you get to hang out with them for, you know, like 45 minutes or an hour or do whatever you do that they're off to a different part of the universe. So a lot of stuff is going on in the world. Oh, my gosh. You know, the global currency reset, it just keeps moving forward <laughs> slowly but surely. It is happening. Uh uh, what can I say? James Timothy Turner, who we've talked about, who's a dear friend, and uh, is is probably I don't know if they can take away your presidency when you're in prison. I mean, you're not even supposed to be able to um, what do you call it? Arrest a president, but they did that. And uh, so James Timothy Turner, our president of the republic, that was arrested six years ago and put in jail, is at B capital B. Capital O, capital P, hashtag one four one five four dash zero zero two. That's one line. Next line is F C I Oakdale, and then uh, uh, it looks like a one or a, you know an L without a leg on it. Uh, P O Box five thousand Oakdale, Louisiana seven one four six three. And should you choose to write to him, which I think he would love, but you better hurry up if you want to have an opportunity to write to a prison inmate. You know, it's a real privilege. Uh, You might have to do it soon because I got some good news uh, just yesterday. It says, Hi, Dr. Val. I'm sorry for all the troubles you and your neighbors are going through. I have sent in the application for communication to the U.S. pardon attorney. If they approve, they will either reduce the sentence or end it completely. Several related cases used by my prosecutors in my trial. They all plead guilty, and the highest sentence imposed was about 18 months, and I received 18 years. Like, no kidding here. All of those people received money from the government from the 1099 OID process. So all of you out there know what we're talking about here. The OID process, they received hundreds of thousands of dollars. I never asked to receive any money from the government. My case was political, as you know. Obama and Hillary ordered the Department of Justice to get me off the streets because of the work I was doing to expose the corruption. And I know this for a fact because I was there. This is Val commenting now, along with C.W. Wright. Uh, and Randy was there too, by the way, in different ways. Uh, the commutation is requesting that I be released due to the disparity of sentence. I sent the court transcripts along with the application to prove by sworn testimony by prosecution and defense expert witness, witnesses that I did not commit any crimes. You wouldn't think, uh, you're going to laugh about this, guys. The only charge in question was failure to file income taxes in 2009. I believe he was under arrest at the time. 
I agreed to accept that, although the IRS has never proved that I had a nexus of contact it required me to file. He also never validated alleged tax debt as the law requires, and I am requesting that anyone who will send a letter of support to the pardon attorney, I will send you a copy of the completed application and the proof so you can have them also. I am doing well. I had uh, a few health problems, but doing pretty well. Uh, both feet have bone spurs, and I'm walk- and walking has been difficult for the last few months. I am due to see a doctor, and I will see if they can treat the problem, uh, and so on and so forth, your brother Tim. So, wow! He was, <laughs> I got all upset about this guy because he was actually, when I checked on Tim, he's been on Waking Up in America. He's, we're, the, we're part of the group that put together the Return of the Republic, uh, and he was illegally placed in jail. So, <laughs> I'm just, I'm so happy to hear this. So, any comments? Well, you know, uh, a lot of people getting charged. I mean, did, uh, in, in, no comments in that one in particular, but I mean, you know, have you seen the news? Roger Stone's been charged uh, with lying about hacked emails. I mean, anybody can say anything. Just show the proof. Not only that, Roger Stone is a, is a... Randy and I both love Roger Stone because he wrote a book called Clinton's War on Women, and we got preview copies of it. We read it, and I went into Santa Monica, and I I hung out with Roger, okay? <laughs> Roger is a very meticulous, very well-put-together man who served vice president, uh, uh, Ronald Reagan, when he was president, and he even has Ronald Reagan tattooed on his back, like, no kidding, full head. Uh, he's a, a really interesting, really right-on guy, in my opinion. And um, there was analysis about how, how he went in, okay? He, he could have done a lot of things subtly. There are those that suggest that he went in, um, obviously, so that um, he could call attention to the situation. Uh, there's... There are so many games being played right now, and there's so many deceptions. Randy, have you heard, Randy or Howard or uh, Paul, have you heard anything about these tweets that are being decoded? No, oh, no, I, I haven't. haven't. No. Well, they're actually decoding tweets now. Uh, uh, Who, Donald uh, Trump's, or what do you mean? Well, yeah, they're, 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 they're actually decoding tweets, Trump's, and things like that. And... Hmm. It's powerful. It's powerful stuff, and it makes total sense. And they go in and they try it one way, and then they try it another, and then they, they, they're they operating off time stamps, meaning certain things and stuff of that nature. And there's there are things going on. There's You you couldn't randomly keep ending up with the different things that the tweets are revealing. Just like they're... Who's, who's they? About. Who's doing this? Who's Well, the, who's the doing question this? is... Uh, <laughs> Supposedly, when you when you see it, they say Q, but then they say who is Q? Well, one of the things they're saying Q is is John F. Kennedy Jr. that he's still alive, and that one's getting bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger. And then there's Q plus, and Q plus is supposed to be Trump. So these things are this is their secret codes, and they're decoding it. Now there's people all over the country. Um, decoding these things. Uh, for instance, one of the codes was in one of tweets Trump's that the wall was going to no longer be made of concrete, but it would be made of bars that could be seen through. That hmm. was uh, the removal of the death penalty on the cabal, on certain cabal people. That hmm. concrete meant death and bars that you could see through meant jail instead. Stuff like that. Now you can go, oh, you know, <laughs> I read my Nancy Drew. Hmm. Did, did you ever read Nancy Drew, Randy? No, I never did. Okay, so she's a detective. I was reading Little House on the Prairie. I was reading Little House on the young women, even to this day, they read Nancy Drew. So this is just yeah. all an inquiry. And, That's and a 50s and thing, okay? Sitting codes. I actually, I sent my um, Sudoku friends, and I knew play Sudoku. I don't. But I sent them the... Um, access to one of the code packages. I think it's Serial Brain, uh, if you're interested in it. Go take a look at the Serial Brain, and there was a one, two, three, and things like that. And it's fascinating stuff because it, it matches up. It's, you, you break the code, it spells the thing. So 
Uh, those are the people that's been rumored to be Randy. <laughs> oh, okay. Interesting. <laughs> so that's running in in the background. So we've got all these codes going on. And then we've got, you know, supposedly attempted... I don't think there's supposedly... I think there's been quite a few attempts to um, <laughs> take out the president. Uh, perhaps as recently as like last week with Nancy Pelosi. What, what do you know about that, kiddo? I know you've been running around busy for a while. Yeah, I hadn't. I hadn't been on top of the news at all. And then a friend of mine called me this morning and said, "Have you seen what's up with Pelosi and Ann oh, yeah, Coulter yeah. and Donald Trump?" And you know, I'm sure Paul has an opinion on all of this. It's just, you know, <laughs> President Trump is genius. And, you know, the news media is melting down over this and giving Nancy Pelosi all these kudos. And even Ann Coulter turned against him and said, like, a, something very unkind, which I would believe is probably going to be career killing <laughs> for her because Donald Trump always wins. He always comes out on top. And that's what I love about him. So if you're going to if you're going to stand up and say something really bad about him right now, it's probably not a smart move. I mean, this is when we join together. And we stick together because he made a decision to open it back up, the government, for, what, 13 days or something. They have a shot. He's giving them another olive branch. Hey, go ahead, try to make it work. If not, I'm going to go do it. Oh, I think there may even be more to him than that. I have to tell you, there's there's not just one level or two levels, there's three levels. I don't you know. One of the things that I heard that was going on, and, Paul, maybe you can verify it, but it sure sounds real to me. Uh, what What is it the when you close the government down for 30 days, you can do something that call, is called riffing, uh, R-I-F-F. And riffs mean that you can take out these little bloodsuckers that have been sitting in their offices, um, collecting, you know, all kinds of government pensions and paychecks and doing nothing because you can't fire them. But if you shut down the government for 30 days, then you can, you can quote, you can let them go, and it has something to do with riffing, and I remembered exactly what the the letters stood for yesterday, but they're not coming to me today. The point is it's the opportunity to trim the government down. Well, that 30 days is up. Also, I think, personally, opinion, I think that he wants to uh, really make it obvious, even though he's claiming the... Um, the issues around the wall is that Pelosi just is being political, a, a, a political poop. And how do you take how do you take ninety two or ninety three family members with you to go to war zones? I don't get that on military planes unless you just don't want to be in the United States when something bad is happening. What do you think about that, guys? You know, um, when I heard that last night. Uh, um, well, I just, you know, I said, oh, my gosh, he's captured their queen. Uh-huh. <laughs> I'm really? I love it. Yeah, he's, he's captured their queen. Brilliant. It's going to be checkmate in about three weeks. Right. Okay. You know, because uh, now they either do, you know, work with DACA or they don't. So, in other words, if they, if they, if they turn him down this time, then they get nothing. You know, which I think that was one of his tweets last night. But I thought about that before I even saw that tweet. And, uh, you know, he's a, I don't know if you, in terms of the color senses, he's a red, okay? And he's a New York red, uh, which means he's a clear audience, okay? And so, you know, so he put it on the news saying that he's a communist and that Howard Weimer said, so. oh, no, 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 I didn't mean that. The, the color sense is, you know, purple, yellow, red, and blue. I'm sorry, I should have explained myself. But, um, you know, red doesn't mean communist. Uh, <laughs> it means, it means that a, that's a, the type of person, it's the color of their aura, the color of their energy. And, uh, Super strong. So, yeah. Um, yeah, but media spin will totally turn him into a communist. This is yeah, the yeah, right yeah, thing. no. I didn't mean to give you that impression. No, that's not what I meant, obviously. But anyway, no, he's uh, uh, he's the type of person that, you know, once he decides to do something, doesn't quit. Okay, and obviously that's why he's so successful. You know, the mm-hmm. media plays him up as, as being a, uh, you know, like a, a reality star. Uh, but the only reason he got that show to begin with, to be honest, was because everybody wanted to be like him. <laughs> you know, everybody wanted exactly. to be his apprentice. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, you know, I read Art of the Deal, and I loved it. Mm. Did you ever see the commercial, Howard, where, where uh, you know, he's made and lost fortunes, but I, I loved his sense of humor. He was in a commercial with a, in a in Dempster Dumpster looking for his Visa card, and I thought it was hysterical. 
Oh. He had been he, he had been dumped out. He had been you know he had lost everything, and so he's in the dumpster dumpster looking for his money. <laughs> oh yeah, I remember something like that. My distant memory. Sorry, <laughs> yeah, I, I never saw it my whole life. And then he's got that a quick twinkle in his eye, you know. Oh my goodness. Anyway, the layers to this, folks, you're not going to know the layers to, to what Donald Trump has done, probably. They'll probably analyze the, the political moves in this chess game. Did hmm. you ever watch on Sheldon, uh, on Big Bang Theory? I love it. I still watch it. The last season, folks, for the Big Bang Theory, oh, my God, I don't know what I'm going to do. Uh, but they play, six, you know, that four- or five-dimensional chess. Have you seen that? You know what? I used to watch uh, uh, that show so much, you know, consistently every week. And uh, as you know, I've got, uh, I'm 68, I've got two little kids, okay? Four and a half and six and a half. <laughs> and so my watching of, you know, the Big folks. Bang Theory has kind of gone by the wayside. <laughs> mm. Yeah, so I, I don't know if I've seen that one. Okay, well, they literally, the chessboard has layers on it. And I was watching, it, it, it came up, and it, they, I've seen it two or three times on the series. So uh, imagine kind of like a, a dessert dish that would be uh, tiered up, okay? Different layers of chessboards. And then you oh. play, you actually place like five or six dimensional chess. You have to, you play your chess game from all these different levels. And I was sitting there watching it last mm. night, and I thought, man, that is Donald Trump. Oh yeah, just yeah. On a level playing board, he's when, he's when you're master. playing uh, multi-dimensional chess, you're actually yeah, operating yeah. on like four or five different frequencies. Mm. It's uh, and, and you're and you're you have to be related to all of them, and the other person is looking, and they're seeing slightly differently than you are. I mean, it's a it's a much edgier, exciting kind of brilliant world that he lives in, and his odds are very good in it too. By the way. Uh, people, have you ever? Do you know who David Icke is? I'm sorry. Say that again, Bill. Do you know who David Icke is? Oh, David Icke. Um, uh, no, I don't actually. Oh, well, you love him. You look him up. I think he's, he's either English or Australian, and he he's the one that went around starting to expose uh, the pedophilia and stuff like that, like ten, fifteen years ago. And um, a, a number of his friends have been killed and things like that. And I asked him, I said, David, my God, uh, aren't you afraid of being assassinated, right? Because when you start talking about the Queen of England being part of the baby eater's family, this is a dangerous thing you could do because the Queen of England is uh, known to have quite a reputation herself for getting things done, <laughs> as uh, Miss Clinton does, you know? So you're skirting around the dark edges of everything here. Hmm. Yeah, boy, I tell you what, I was, um, believe it or not, I was in England one time doing some lectures and workshops, and I, and uh, they had the Queen, you know, going down the street, everybody was, you know, uh, watching, and, and she was going down in her carriage, and, and that sort of thing, and, uh, and uh, something happened at the very end, you know, uh, some little kid had pulled out a pop gun, believe it or not, and... Uh -oh. uh, and so all of a sudden, boom, you know, something happened. We didn't know what it was. And, uh, you know, I found out later. But uh, they had to, t you know, turn back and go back to Buckingham Palace. <laughs> you know, it was just a quirky thing. Yeah, know? no, no. I, we're going to find out. I mean, the stuff I've heard about the Vatican and all the different things we've heard. And uh, Randy, honest to God, even if one-tenth of what we've heard is true, the, the transformation is going to be phenomenal. That would be amazing. I mean, there's just so much going on right now. You know, if you if you like this whole Russia collusion thing, and you know the the deal with Roger Stone. I mean, Roger Stone probably would have voluntarily turned himself in, but instead they. No, no, you don't understand. Roger Stone. That was what I was trying to tell you earlier. I believe yeah. Roger Stone actually scripted this. He knew he was going to be oh, turned I in. I think he didn't want to go in quietly. I think he wanted all of us to know. Uh, he predicted uh, four months ago that he would be indicted. Yeah, he did. He did say that, but I don't know that he predicted twenty nine FBI agents would arrive at his house with. Well, you know, <laughs> that uh, that is a huge, tragic, and disgusting situation because that is typical of a police state. So our government and uh, our police force. Uh, as represented by the FBI, have deteriorated.
to tactics used by the Nazis, the SS, the KGB, the AVOH, going back to in the primordial times, that 29 FBI agents and a SWAT team and 17 vehicles for a man with his wife, two dogs, and a cat. Mm -hmm. is an it's an abomination. It's an abomination. Uh, and, and, and it was scary. a move designed to intimidate. Yeah, and, and it does. Be, I mean, it's that's does he even get move. the authority to do it, Paul? Where'd the authority well, to order that rage, raid come from? It rings a serious alarm bell for uh, the state of lawlessness that is becoming more uh, prevalent in this country. Uh, and, it, you know, it's loss of gentility, showering of insults, uh, living in a situation in which uh, the divisiveness between the two parties is more than just divisiveness. It's antagonistic and it's a huge animosity. And we have a witch who has her coven uh, with the Democrats. And the head of the witch's coven is good old NP. Uh, it's, it's a tragic situation, but tw 29 FBI agents, excuse me. But who, ordered, who, would have, who would have to have ordered the 29 agents? That's what I want to know. I hear, I see what's on the street, but who's mouth? Well, it's, it's, more than, it's more than that. It's collusion between Mueller, yeah. uh, the, the poor FBI agents who got sucked in, and CNN. CNN News was in front of Stone's house at 6.08 a.m. Uh -huh. They were alerted to the fact that this was going to happen, and then they innocently and piously, you know, take out a little smile and say, well, you know, this was just a reporter's uh, instinct. Uh, right. it's, it's unbelievable, and it's Mueller. Okay, Mueller has set himself up above all of law in the United States. That was and such a big, bold The Department of Justice should have stepped in immediately. I hope they do. But we have 20 Democratic criminals running the streets right now. And at the head of them is Hillary Clinton. And above her is Obama. Let no one tell you that Obama was not involved in the FISA warrant and in the exoneration of Hillary Clinton by the FBI and James Comey. Well, there are emails out there by Strzok and Page in which they're saying, ah, yes, and POTUS by the way, would like to know. POTUS wants to know the status. POTUS wants to know what's going on. POTUS wants to know how we're doing, quote, unquote. Those emails are now part of the record within the Department of Justice. So we're going to see what's going to happen. Uh, it's, um, I'm, you know, I'm staggered. I'm totally staggered by what happened to Stone. Now, I, I, what I'm telling you also is that if you remember, James Timothy Turner, the, whose letter I just read to you, who was put into jail for 18 years for something, for something that he didn't even do anything except not file his taxes, uh, what he did do was he actually had a big lean, lean on the government, and I think it was in the state of Alabama and the billions of dollars, and Clinton's off, uh, Obama's office actually called him and told him he wasn't going to get the money and he was going to stay in jail. So uh, I want you to see how this web works. First of all, there are laws against even arresting a, a, a president. Uh, they don't care what the laws are. But how does this make, you know, Who's going to take Mueller down? Paul, how does Mueller get taken down? Uh, it's almost impossible to ignore, but James Timothy Turner is only one of hundreds of innocents to whom the exact identical situation has happened. Only we don't hear about it. Yeah, what about uh, all these other about people? It. What you hear about it is, is that we organized um, back in 2010 our our um, our republic is listed in in the Hague as the actual Republican uh, as the Republic of the United States. State of Washington D.C. Uh, is the actual only land that these people have any rights or possessions over. The rest of it is all smoke and mirrors. 
So we are at a turning point, and these things are being revealed, and the global currency reset is happening as we speak. Everybody thinks it's a little bit too slow, including me, uh, mostly because we've been told for so many years that we'll see something tomorrow and tomorrow and tomorrow. But the, uh, for those of you that are familiar with SKRs, have, um, do you know what those are, you guys, SKRs? No. They're bookkeeping receipts, okay? So there are people now buying and selling SKRs. So if they've got SKRs, they've, they've exchanged. You know, uh, Valerie, if I, can, if I can just interject something here, just, you know, from a, from a huge picture point of view, Okay, uh, if if we can kind of step back for a minute, you know what I what I've 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 felt is happening over the last few years is that all the gurus don't fit anymore. Okay, so all of these things that are happening, the good news that is exposing it. Okay, yeah, see, before it was all hidden. Okay, um, I mean you can use the term the swamp, whatever you want to use, right? <laughs> But Bad you know, 19. but what's happening is on planet Earth, you know, maybe because of the internet, you know, the communication, the, the you know, everything is exposed these days. See, so so all of the gurus, all the people, the you know, the high priests of our society, and that includes you know anybody that wants to control other people, um, they're being exposed right now. They just don't fit, right? So they really don't fit, and yeah. Even these younger generations, my sons were just talking to me yesterday about this, and they said, you know, Mom, your generation, this stuff's ending. Like, we, our generation's not into that. We're not doing this. And I don't even remember the topic. We were kind of all over the board. But, uh, he's like, they say they're not buying into so many things that our generations apparently did. So I'm with mm. you. Change is oh. happening, and exposure is happening. Exactly. But the one thing, go ahead. Well, no, I was just saying, uh, you know, so actually it's a good thing that also, you know, on the surface it looks really bad. Well, it is bad. <laughs> but what's happening is that we're making, like you were saying, this transition. Okay. Right. And, and so, you know, and that's happening all around the world. Just obviously the whole, that's why we have this populist thing going on uh, probably. And, you know, people are saying, wait a minute, you know, stop the train. You know, mm-hmm. let's, you know, let's take a look at what's going on here. And uh, I don't want to be controlled anymore. You know, I don't want to be ignorant anymore. See, mm-hmm. and, and, you know, obviously with the Internet, you know, you have so much information out there. There's a lot of misinformation, obviously. But, Completely, uh, yeah. Uh, but, the, but the good news is that, you know, that, that people are saying, wait a minute. You know, I don't want to be controlled. I don't want to have people telling me what to do. I don't want to, you know, uh, uh, be, I mean, my, uh, as you know, my fiancé universe grew up in communist Bulgaria. Okay, you know she she's a, a legal immigrant. <laughs> she she had, she stood in line for two solid weeks to get a visa here um, for a law scholarship that she got for the University of Pennsylvania. Wow! Um, in 1999, she had to pay an entire month's salary both times just for the fee. Um, and she got uh, finally after two weeks she got approved. Her mom got turned on at you know turned uh, turned down. Excuse me, and. Um, and, you know, it took her mom about five more years to get to the United States, you know, legally. But, you know, uh, but anyway, she grew up in that information shadow, she calls it. You know, you know I was two- thinking of the persistence that, that your wife uh, or your fiancé has. It's like, oh, my God. Oh, the, um, the dedication and the commitment. And I, I, I think yeah. that that strikes a nerve. I mean, if I take a look at Roger Stone, dedication and commitment... I take a look at Howard Weimer, dedication and commitment. You know, Randy Shannon, I've watched you for, for, I watched and listened with you for years now about your dedication and commitment. And one of the most amazing stories you told me, Randy, was about what kind of kid you were when you had stayed after school and did homework. I don't remember. About the board. And and then, you know, I know you as a triathlete and think people of that quality and that core. We have strong cores. A lot of things can happen to us. I hobble around being a little bit crippled or whatever. Paul gets nasty colds or falls down and hurts something or whatever it is, but we just get back up and keep on going. That's what makes this our 32nd year in radio. How many times do we have to keep picking up and going on during the 32 years? Boy, I'll tell you, I've been in car accidents and lost relationships and 
all kinds of stuff and and had some tremendous fabulous experiences through radio uh, as you are reflecting in your lives so here we are this morning and and truthfully Howard I'm not sure we've had an interesting dialogue so far but what is it that you wanted to actually let us know and I thought maybe you could um, mm. perhaps do the colors of some of the people on the show well, you know, it, it, it's very interesting. I mean, everybody has a different way of looking at things, and, and we have, you know, as you know, in my in my book, I talk about, you know, the the four spiritual gifts and, and what we're now calling the four color senses, because, you know, everybody has all four, but we use one in, in you know, is our main one. Um, like with you, Val, I was trying to remember Randy's. I apologize, Randy. I'm trying to think. I think I, I was talking about, you know, checked yours before. But Val, I know that you're a, a, a like a clairvoyant or the color sense of yellow. So what you'll do is you'll get a picture in your mind, and you know once you see that picture, you're able to to create it. See, and um, you know I'm a purple, which means that um, I have an inner knowing. I'm kind of prophetic, uh, so that I can sort of sense what what you know uh, is going to happen in the future. I can finish people's sentences. I sometimes dream dreams that come true, that sort of thing. But you know, but it's a it's a personality type. It's how we learn. It's one of the most important things that a person can learn about themselves is how they communicate, obviously, with themselves and other people and so forth. So, you know, we have there's purple, yellow. Purple is like an inner knowing. Yellow is is the visual type person, and and uh, red is like I said, Donald Trump is a red. There are people that like to be the CEO, the chairman of the board. Uh, that like to be in charge, and they they just want to do. They don't want to talk about it or think about it or whatever. They just want to do, and uh, they don't give up. Uh, and then there's the blue type of person, which is a person who is the lovey dovey. <laughs> you know, if they had their druthers, they'd go down the street and hug everybody in sight. Okay, is and that so- universe? Well, uh, in a way, it is. She's actually a yellow first, which is the the clairvoyant or clear seeing person, the, the, you know, that sees visually, and then she's blue second. See, so she, what she'll do is she'll get a picture, then she will get a, a feeling about something, and then she gets an inner knowing, and then she gets the understanding, which are the facts. That's the red. So she's a yellow, uh, yellow, blue, uh, purple, red. And the order is important simply because, you know, that's the her, our whole entire intercommunication system inside. So if so you, you know that me. about yourself, I mean, do it's just Do they show like a rainbow around us, or, or, or how do you know what all these different colors are? Well, we actually, uh, we, uh, you're very psychic. We just, we actually call it your intuition rainbow. <laughs> okay. Uh, but we, we have a... Yeah, there's an energy technique that that we use that I've been showing people how to do for 45 years. Uh, uh, I remember listening to a radio show one one night, uh, two months out of college, and I went to a lecture, and I and the gentleman there showed me how to do this. And um, the rest is history. I've been to 15 countries showing people how to do this myself. And okay. Started the inner expansion back in 2000, but you know the. Um, uh, what you do is you can tune into a person if you know how to do it, and uh, um, you know there's a little training behind it, but it's very simple. And um, you can tune into the energy of a person, and you can I, I, I don't even have to know the person. Okay, when uh, Universe and I were in New Zealand um, a few years ago, we surprisingly somebody sent out an email. That surprisingly, we had 70 people show up. We were expecting a small group, whatever, and you know with this lady sending out this email. 70 people showed up, and we promised them that we would tell them what their first color sense was or their first, first spiritual gift. And, um, you know, Universe sat there, and in 20 minutes, she checked the entire 70 people. And oh, it, wow. Uh, so I was able to divide them into groups and, and actually uh, have them stand up and, and see if they could relate to these personality types. Um, and they just went crazy over it, obviously. <laughs> you know, That's uh, amazing. Oh, it's it's so much fun and and it has so much meaning. I mean, we we actually uh, were able to tune in to our two little kids. You know, like I said, we have a I have a son who's six and a half and he's a non speaker. Um, and I have a daughter that's four and a half, and um, he's a he's a purple, which is like me. He has that inner knowing, those hunches and impressions about things. Uh, bigger picture, just you know, has a likes to scan for information and all that. And then my daughter is a yellow, like universe, and she, uh, but she's she's red second, 
okay? Like Trump. So she's dynamic. She runs the whole place. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> That's great. I mean, <laughs> she's got one down here in the other room, I'm sure. <laughs> oh, when I put her to bed at night, okay, which I did last night, you know, she uh, she stays up till I don't know, 1 o'clock sometimes. Uh, it's un- It's crazy, but that's my life right but anyway she 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 says hey i'm i i want you to stay here with me uh, so i lay down there with her a little bit and and then all of a sudden she k- takes her hand and she pushes me away <laughs> she says i'm done <laughs> okay you can go now all right i'm okay now See? so she you know the the reds are the pe- <laughs> yeah you know, and, and uh, so it's it's all about our personality type, how we you know how we communicate with ourselves, with other people. So it's it's fascinating, and and I've lived it and breathed it for about forty five years, which is great. But I, it never gets old. And well, I uh, want you to do Paul. What is Paul? Oh gosh, let me see, Paul. Uh, you know what? Believe it or not, Paul, I'm seeing a little red. Okay, in your in your energy. In your aura, there. I think um, Paul definitely has read. That's a good. <laughs> <laughs> hey, listen, you guys are way off the mark. You know, you're talking to a legal immigrant here. Ah, okay. Where are you from, Paul? Where are you from? Hungary. Hungary. Oh my gosh, goodness. Well, my fiance universe. I say my fiance. We've been together for, gosh, we've been together for uh, what is it? Uh, nine years now. Um, she's originally from Bulgaria, as I mentioned, and um, you know it's it's uh, it's interesting, you know, hearing the the stories that she has to say about what happened when she first came. It was total culture shock, you know. Uh, the banana a banana used to be a uh, an exotic fruit, you know, that they would have around Christmas time and share it with the, with the whole family. One banana. Um, that's the kind of life she grew up in. Um, but no, I mean, I can see, you know, it's, it, it feels like your, your energy is more red, Paul. I mean, if that's your first color sense or your first spiritual gift. Uh, in other words, you're, <clears throat> you're a little bit like Trump, uh, you know, not like him personally. But, you know, energy-wise and whatever, what you'll do is you'll, you'll take charge, okay? And uh, you'll want the facts, the what, when, where, and why. And if you don't have the facts, how do you feel? Uh, you know, it's very difficult when uh, you've got a psyche that wants to take charge simply because you're in command of the facts, and you try to have the facts overcome whatever wayward opinions you might toss into the dialogue. Um, I think you understand that. Mm. Yeah, you're the, like I said, you're the type of person that you know gets a little bit impatient with less organized minds. Um, you know, you you know, you, you can size people up when they when they come into the door. You know, you kind of know where they're coming from. Does that make sense? Well, you know, it certainly does. And you uh, obviously, uh, in any kind of a relationship, in any kind of uh, an encounter, whether it's on the telephone, whether it's on the radio, whether it's face to face, personal impressions uh, or immediate impressions, you know, have to be examined very, very carefully before you draw conclusions about the other person, because sometimes the immediate impressions are affected by a whole host of uh, associated factors. So I I try to be careful, uh, but ultimately uh, I rely on animal instincts. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, when somebody walks in the door, to be honest with you, um, you know, everybody says, well, trust your first impression. Well, that is correct. Okay. Definitely trust your first impression when it comes from the inside. Uh, but when someone walks in the door, uh, sometimes you can see through, you know, what they're feeling and sometimes you can't. If they're in a bad mood or if they're, in, you know, if they've just had an argument, that sort of thing, you know, you may get, uh, I don't want to say a wrong impression. You'll probably get the right impression of what they're feeling. But, right, but you know, not their real person. But not their true self. Uh, hmm. right. See, now you have to let the impressions fester a bit. Hmm. So yeah, I mean, your first impression was correct, but if once that person gets relaxed, they become themselves again, then you say, okay, you know, these, you know, this person may have a few quirks here and there, but you know, everybody's trying to do the best they know how. You know, you can't just judge somebody right off the bat. There, um, you know, maybe we, they. We, <laughs> uh, uh, what you're what you're really pointing to is uh, is a very important thing. 
Howard, and that's the fact that we do tend to judge and then call that judge the truth, the, that momentary judgment. Yeah. Tr- for, for example, I have a picture of Meg Ryan uh, hanging on the wall in my house, and I, I love Meg Ryan. I've had some great experiences with her. I've met her at uh, spiritual events and things like that. I even told her I would write a screenplay for her once, which I haven't done. Uh, and uh, things of that nature. And then a friend comes in who um, actually had a horrible experience with Meg Ryan in his world. Okay? Mm. So here we have Meg Ryan, and both things are true, and that's what Howard is saying. Yeah, it's uh, it's interesting how the different gifts interact with each other. Uh, you know, one of the, the the basic programs that we have is to help a person to uh, uh, discern exactly what the color senses are of the people that are around them, their family, uh, mother, father, you know, husband, wife, kids, whatever it is. And um, if if you don't know what their color sense is, then it's like going through life, you know, watching from the outside. And and once you do know their color, their color sense, um, you know, then you know how to communicate with them. Uh, for example, if a red, you see that. Hmm? I was wondering. Uh, we, there's two people that that are invisible uh, when we're on the radio, pretty much, and. One of those is Ron Hayes, who's been our research director for absolutely years, and the other is Mike Vitale. And I was wondering if you could give a quick scratch on the other two members of the team right now. Hmm. Well, yeah. I mean, uh, uh, my first impression is that Ron, <clears throat> excuse me, is is uh, is more on the purple range, okay, and Mike, um, more yellow, I think. Yeah. Oh, that's uh, interesting. Yeah. Well, yellow is 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 a person that is very visual. You know, once you once you uh, see something in your mind, you don't you, you you can create it. In other words, when somebody's describing something, you'll see it in your mind. Okay. Um, whereas the the purple is the more you know anything is possible. Anything you know anything goes. You can say that a flying saucer is flying outside their window, and they say, "Oh, really? Oh my goodness! Got to go look for that." Um, but no, a purple is, is uh, they make great managers, great executives. The yellow is a little bit more um, set in their ways sometimes. You know, their, their biggest challenge is to be flexible. They, they want to be perfectionists um, and that sort of thing. Does that make sense at all? Rude. How rude of you to point all these things out. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm curious no, what great. I am. No, oh, Randy, Ron yeah. Val, yes. We got everybody but me, and I think I remember what you said before, but I want to hear it now. Well, I'm trying to remember, Randy. I don't like to try to second guess again, but here, but uh, I could. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it, I'm seeing a lot of purple, okay? Um, mm-hmm. You know, very creative, you know, having a lot of different things going on at the same time. Um, mm-hmm. You know, just, uh, just you know, wanting to explore, basically. Um, yes. You know, wanting to, and you, you said know. that last time. You did say, so I wanted to know if it was the same. Oh, good. I, d- I got it right twice. Oh, good. Yes. <laughs> so let me ask you a question, because Randy yeah. and I have been doing this show like eight years now, okay? Mm-hmm. So have we created a color for the radio show? Oh, my goodness. That's interesting. Well, you know, you're, um, you know, I have to say that, that you're the one that is the spearhead of the show. Right, Valerie? So Yes. You know, since you're a yellow, then the energy that you you know you project is is actually the energy of the show, and uh, that's that was a great question. I have to I have to hand it to you because you know uh, not too many people know this, but even countries have have color senses. Okay, well, even I would countries. think so. I, I would think neighborhoods would have color senses. Oh, absolutely, yeah. yeah. It has been really interesting since Randy Randy actually got me into remote viewing through Major Ed Dames. Mm. And ever since I took that remote viewing class, I feel like I'm kind of like interdimensional. Mm. Something about how I am now, that I'm, I'm receiving input kind of more like the 6D chessboard that I was talking about uh, addressing earlier. It's like you, you, normal, you, you imagine chess and you sit down and you play chess with another person and this, you're playing chess with another person, but it's happening on, all, you're receiving information on four or five or six different levels 
all at the same time. And I'm having that experience right now, actually, because I'm thinking in terms of, well, then what color is the United States and what color is the universe? Mm-hmm. And is there right, a way right. we can alter the colors and all those kinds of things are flowing in? And what would happen if we altered colors or wore colors, for instance, of certain colors? Well, I mean, it's all about energy. So obviously, energy changes. Um, you know, on our blog, it's uh, for people who are interested. It's it's innerexpansionblog.com. Okay, uh, I double N like Nancy. I I double innerexpansionblog.com. If people want to look at it, but it's all about the energy of the week. You know, what I do is I sit down, you know, and and discern the energy that's flowing through planet Earth every single week, and even every single day. And so, you know, it really helps people kind of stay ahead of the curve and uh, get a sense for, you know, what their energy, what their environment's going to be like. Not that you're not in charge. You have to be in charge of your own energy, okay? But, um, but yeah, there, uh, the United States is basically a red energy. Get things done. You know, the pioneers, you know, back in the 1800s. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. You know, this is a, this is a country that, that is like no other, okay? It's, it, it's, it's the shining beacon, you know that that people talk about. And so, what's a country like France then? Well, France is definitely yellow. Okay, That's right. you know the fashion. Oh, you, I mean, like I said, you should see see my little girl, my four and a half year old girl. Her name is Passion. Okay, and um, she's all about uh, changing outfits on her dolls. Okay, okay. she has like mm-hmm. you know ten or fifteen different outfits that she changes on her dolls. Um, so yeah, so with the fashion industry, um, as a matter of fact, uh, you know, uh, as a counterpoint to that, Japan is yellow, France is yellow. Uh, it's all about you know saving face or how we look, you know that sort of thing. Okay, and um, so yeah, definitely, definitely, countries have have an energy and a color sense or a personality, if you want to put it that way. So mm-hmm. if you know that. See, then you won't get frustrated. Like, I've been, to, I've been to Geneva, I've been to France. You know, I did a tour in France back in 1984. And, uh, Valerie, you'll, you'll enjoy this. I, I, real quick here, I, went on a, I was on a radio show, and they were all speaking French. I do not speak French. Okay, I had a friend of mine that grew up in New York, okay, that, you know, in, well, he grew up in Paris and New York, right? So he was affluent in, in both English and French. And so we, we went, both of us went on a radio show in France. And, uh, I mean, these people were so animated, right? This yellow thing, where the, <laughs> using their arms, they were so animated on the show. We were in the studio. And um, all of a sudden, I would get a feeling to say something. Uh, and with all this animation going on, I thought, oh, my gosh, he's really giving Alexander the business. You know, they don't like what he's saying. And, you know, afterwards in the car, um, you know, I would say something on the show. And then afterwards in the car, we regrouped about it. And he said... And I said, boy, they really didn't like what you're saying. Are you kidding? They were so enthusiastic about everything that I had to say. And then, believe it or not, when you came in, you just clarified the whole thing. And I'm going, (laughs) (laughs) I didn't even, I didn't know what they were saying, but I would say it in English and he would translate for me. (laughs) Oh, what an interesting experience. Yeah. So, but yeah, it's uh, it's interesting if you know the color sense of, of you know an individual or the country, whatever. You can, you know, you know exactly where you're at. See, that's the key. It's got to be practical. Yeah, and you should practically tell people where they can go to get your book and, and all that good stuff too. Well, uh, it's been in Barnes and Noble. Uh, you know, I, I I wrote it about ten years ago. But you can definitely go on Amazon.com. Um, they've actually got two versions: the uh, the American version and the Indian version. There's a company in India, publisher, that published it in India, so you can get either one. Um, but it's called Inner Guidance and the Four Spiritual Gifts. Uh, you can actually, uh, you know, put my name in there; it'll come up. Howard Weimer, W I M E R. But you know, it's uh, it's very easy to find. Yeah. So what do you see for 2019, old color man? Oh, my goodness. 2019, I have to tell you, 2019 I knew was going to be an incredible year, uh-huh. you know, but it was all about setting the energy for 2019. And uh, 2019 is, is going to be all about, you know, uh, fruition, making it, you know, having things fall into place. Um, you know, everything that we worked for in 2018, it was not a, um, I don't want to say it wasn't an easy year. It was just intense, you know, for, I don't know about you guys, but it was, it was for us around here. And, 
you know, everything we did was to put into place things that, that were going to be actually happening in 2019. So I think it's, I think 2019 is going to be an amazing year. Uh, it's, it's going to be all about manifestation and, and, um, you know, fruition and, and having things fall into place and in the beginning of incredible new projects. Uh, and, and also about communication with the people around you, waking up, you know, waking up in America, Valerie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's what it's going to be about. People are going to start waking up. Good theme. Good theme. Mm. What did you got in mind for 2019 that we haven't heard yet? And do, did you find out how many bricks got sent to um, Chuck and Nancy? Okay, chance. so I, I looked it up, and I, I clicked on multiple links, and there's no number out there that I can find. Oh, uh, darn. Okay, lots of stories folks. about it, but no numbers. <laughs> so send your bricks to Chuck and Nancy. <laughs> Congress, oh, dear. Oh, more dear. the merrier. And if, if you, if you sh- save your shipping receipt... You and and you send the most bricks, and you can prove it. We will interview you on Waking Up in America. So this is a great thing. I I love it. I actually, if if you recall last week, uh, Randy, I actually was talking about paper plates. Remember that? Mm-hmm. How, about how in the feminist movement, when we wanted to get their attention, we would send paper plates to Congress. Yes. <laughs> I was watching television yesterday, and there were some people flapping paper plates around. And I thought, you know, it just circles around again, doesn't it? The paper plate conversation was the 1970s, and now here we are in 2019 with bricks and paper plates, which is good because you can put the brick on the paper plate and it won't blow away. <laughs> there you go. Oh. Uh-huh. So, look, we're wrapping up, guys. Paul, you've got 24 words. I know you're just a master genius with that. Randy and, and Howard, we're excited off now. So, Paul, lead it off, Paul. I hope 2019 is going to fulfill, you know, uh, the forecast of our wonderful guests. Wonderful. Oh, <laughs> well, um, went out to uh, Coral Gables last night and had an absolute blast. And I'm just a shout-out to all my Coral Gables friends because I know they're listening today. And uh, I'll see them again tonight. Life is good right now. <laughs> and, um, you know, Valerie, I really appreciate the opportunity to share with all of your constituents out there and, uh, and all of your fans. And, and uh, I just hope that everybody has an incredible year. It's going to be fantastic. Absolutely. <clears throat> it's going to be incredible because we say so. And if you say it's going to be an incredible year, then you have the intention and the power and the ability and the resources to make that happen. And if you put incredible in your dial and you look around and start looking at, oh, my God, that rock is incredible or that that child is incredible or whatever, you will have an incredible life. And we invite you to join us in that because that's what we're doing for 2019. Spread the word. Uh, be incredible yourself. Hear the music, feel the dance. And you're not crazy anymore. You've Thank you for joining us today for Waking Up in America with Valerie Kirkgaard. Waking Up in America can be heard live every Wednesday on voiceamerica.com and Valerie welcomes all emails at heavenincorporated.com. This is for all you knew, pouring through, now your heart is